The kids are doing just fine in a big win against the Minnesota Wild. All of that and more on this edition of Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. I've been covering hockey for well over a decade, and today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $200, yeah, 200 bucks in bonus bets if your best bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Look at this. Woo! The Ducks got a big win, a bright win, haha, <laughs> against the Minnesota Wild over the weekend. And before we get into talking about that game, I uh, just want to bring up, obviously there was no episode yesterday. I was still recovering from having a lack of voice, but hey, my voice is kind of back. So yay, just in time for a bunch of Firebirds games. But I needed that extra day to just rest and recover and rest my voice. Honestly, great decision to do that. Yeah. Plus, I can now talk about the last game with full energy. But my big takeaway from this... Now, normally, normally my biggest takeaway would be Troy Terry, who had a pair of goals against the Minnesota Wild. But I'm not going to fall into that trap. Nope. In fact, I'm going to make a self... It's not even a correction, not even a retraction. Maybe a slight retraction, but... I will start off, and this does go into my big takeaway for the game and of the weekend in general. Last podcast, I talked about the kids that are injured right now and what the Ducks should do with those kids in those situations. Now, I understand that I said Tristan Luno, you know, when he does come back, it'd be best for him to go back to juniors. And I talked about a bunch of players. And one of those guys that I talked about was Olin Zellweger, where at the time I said, maybe Olin Zellweger should just go down to the goals. You know what? I I will admit, at least I'll have the courtesy and the guts to admit that I was wrong. I was very wrong on that. I also recorded that before Saturday's game against Minnesota. And the main reason that I'm saying this now is because Olin Zellweger had a terrific game against the Minnesota Wild. Even though he didn't get on the scoreboard, he was very important in other aspects of the game. And watching him skate against that Minnesota team, watching him maneuver his way through the neutral zone, and watching him get just puck retrieval after puck retrieval and beating opponents and also controlling the the play when he had a chance to do that, he was good in all those aspects. So I guess part of me is kind of taking back what I said, but this was before having a couple of games. Now that now that we've seen him again and had probably his best game yet, maybe maybe the goals, well, I should say the goals do need him, but maybe he doesn't need to go back to San Diego for further development. I think Olin Zollweger is developed enough to be honest, his game is almost as polished as it can get. I mean, there's still a couple little things here or there, but I think he is at the point where he's in a league where he belongs. 
Olin Zellweger is in that place now. And at the time, I was kind of surprised at his development. But now looking back, I could kind of see why the Ducks brought him up slowly. Because now that he's done well in a few games with the Ducks, forget sending him down to San Diego. Except maybe for the All-Star game, you know, give him that. But he he's right there. He's right where he should be. So I'll, I'll admit it right now. <laughs> Olin Zellweger does belong in the NHL. So kind of a partial retraction there. Yeah, he was good. He was very good. In fact, the game score would indicate that, this according to Hockey Stat Cards, Olin Zellweger had an above average game. As far as I'm concerned, he was out there in very important parts of the game. He had a key block shot. Really should have been two block shots, but he had a key block shot. So good on Zells. Um, Another kid that I really, really like with the Ducks and someone that I think is going to be important for this Ducks team as we move along is Jackson Lacombe. Lacombe had himself a terrific game against the Minnesota Wild and got robbed by Philip Gustafson when he had a nice little breakaway. And this was the perfect, perfect Jackson Lacombe play where he got a blocked shot out in front, controlled the blocked shot, beat whoever, I forgot who shot it, but beat his defender and had a clean breakaway against Gustafson. And, you know, just, just one of those things. You know, he had a clean breakaway, had a shot at it, just didn't go in. But you know what? Props to him for giving himself the opportunity to get that breakaway. And he will get his goals. Jackson Lacombe will get more opportunities like that as long as he's responsible defensively. As long as he places himself in good spots on the ice where he can get those block shots, and where he can get controlled block shots. And I think there's a big difference between, you know, just getting a regular old block shot, but also controlling that block shot. And Jackson Lacombe has done that multiple times this season. It's something that we really don't talk about a whole lot. But there's been at least at least three occasions this season, one here, one maybe a month ago, at least two where he got himself a very good block shot, but angled the block shot to the point where he was able to retrieve the puck and get himself either a breakaway or a two-on-one. Actually, that's what it was. There was a two-on-one earlier in the season, but my point still stands. He controlled that. Another kid that we need to give his flowers to is Lukas Dostal. The bakery was closed for much of this game, even though the Ducks were outshot by a ton, Lukash Dostal was there for the rescue and pretty much saved the Ducks on this one. It was the Lukash Dostal show for a good portion of this game, especially the third period. Give major props to Dostal in, this, in the third period. Even the second period, those last two periods... Shot attempts were 50 to 22. Oh boy, 50 to 22 in favor of, of course, Minnesota. Shots were 25 12, but shot attempts, 50 to 22. That's a jarring number, folks. Hmm. Something that we've got to be careful with. But hey, Dostal got the job done. So let's give the kids their flowers. 
Let's give big props to Olin Zellweger, bigger props to Jackson Lacombe, and biggest props to Lukas Dostal. Ah, I see what I did there. All right, we're going to head into the first intermission. And I can't believe I left out Leo Carlson. Leo Carlson had a very good game, kind of got left off the score sheet, but he was important too. And I'll actually talk about Leo Carlson a little bit on the other side. Now, a brief word from FanDuel. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. And if you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about getting your favorite football snacks. I love my Super Bowl snacks. And for others, placing some super bets. And you know what? It's between the Niners and the Chiefs. You got one team that's won it before. And you got a team from California. Who are you rooting for? FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win the Super Bowl, but there's also bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers, join today, and this has been upped. You'll now get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please gamble responsibly. We're also brought to you by Factor. Now, I do not like cooking at times, especially when I'm sick. I need a ready-to-eat meal delivery that takes the stress out of meal planning and will set me up for success in this new year. So that's what Factor is for. With over 35 meals to choose from per week, including options like keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and much more, plus over 55 weekly add-ons, you'll have a ton of nutritious and flavorful options to kickstart your New Year's resolutions. And mine, one of mine is definitely to eat healthier. And you could take away the overpriced takeout stuff, like the fast food stuff. Yeah, you don't need that. But Factor is cheaper and way more delicious than takeout. Get chef-crafted, restaurant-quality meals delivered right to your door. They're ready to heat and eat in just two minutes, which means more time for you. Head to factormeals.com slash LockedOnNHL50 and use code LockedOnNHL50 to get half off. That's code locked on NHL 50 at factormeals.com slash locked on NHL 50 to get 50% off. Now, I mentioned that there was another kid that I needed to talk about, and that kid is Leo Carlson. And the reason that's important is because Leo Carlson is on that line with Troy Terry. Share a birthday, by the way. Yeah, Troy Terry had himself a game folks he was all over the place he got himself two goals how did he get those two goals let's talk about it right now first period Kirill Kirill the thrill Kaprizov scored early to give the Minnesota Wild a 1-0 lead and then Troy Terry this was a broken play folks a very broken play Bo grew just kind of fought his way through the defense kind of fought his way in front of Philip Philip Gustafson kind of poked it away towards Frank Vetrano, and 
every Minnesota Wild player was on one side of the ice. Nobody was paying attention to Troy Terry. But I give a lot of credit to Troy Terry for having the wherewithal. He was kind of behind the net at one point, kind of drifted his way, and then skated really fast towards Gustafson's right side. Every Minnesota defender is on the left side. And all of a sudden, you see everyone flanking on Gru and Vetrano and Leo. And all of a sudden, Frankie gets a pin-perfect pass through all that traffic, by the way, right to Troy Terry, and he's left wide-ass open. What do you think is going to happen when you leave Troy Vetchkin wide-ass open? What do you think? He scores. <laughs> Just wide open. How... Wow, if you're Minnesota, how do you leave a guy that hot, that wide open? That was terrible defense by Minnesota. But props to the Ducks for realizing the crappy defense and giving Troy Terry that shot that he just did not miss. So that made it a 1-1 tie. Ah, Troy Terry from Frankie. And then John Merrill scored for Minnesota. 2-1 Minnesota. That was not the best defense. But at least that one was through a little bit of traffic. And I think that was one that may have deflect. Actually, it did deflect off of Radko Gudis's stick. That was just a little bit of bad luck. If it didn't deflect off of Gudis's stick, then yeah, Lukas Dostal probably would have saved that one. Actually, he would have stopped that one. But, you know, just a little bit of bad luck. 2-1 to one, Minnesota Wild. Okay, fine. So the Ducks are losing again. They have to come back. Yeah. Second period, Minnesota just started to pour it on. And this, the second period is where it really was the Lukash Dostal hour. He stopped shot after shot after shot, including a couple in close that I thought for sure was going to go in. And credit to Lukash Dostal for getting kind of a semi breakaway, just completely stopped, tried to go tweeners, and Dostal just closed his pads, squeezed those pads together, and did not let the puck squeak behind him. And I forgot which Minnesota Wild player. I, I want to say it might have been um, Zuccarello. I, that's who it was. It was a Matt Zuccarello who tried to find the puck behind Dostal at one point, and it just never squeezed through. So it remained... 2-1 Minnesota. Dostal saved their butts in this game. Then the third. This is where it got a, lo- a lot more fun for the Anaheim Ducks and a lot more fun for Ducks fans. Ryan Strom ties the game. His sixth of the season on a nice little passing from Henrik and Gudas. Stromer had a nice goal. Tied it at two. Yeah. Then, later in the third period, Troy Terry, oh boy, this, not a great penalty. He got nailed for tripping Ryan Hartman. Yeah, I I guess that was a penalty. Not the best penalty to take there, but you know what? Troy Terry served his two minutes, and as soon as Troy Terry stepped out of the box, he found himself fairly wide open, just out of the box, right in the neutral zone, Got a perfect pass, and it was a one-on-one against uh, Hartman. It was Ryan Hartman who it was up against. One-on-one. 
this one, this this one literally hurt the Minnesota Wild. Troy Terry got an initial shot, shot it right off of Hartman's left ankle. So it was a good block by Hartman, but that block came right back to Troy Terry. Hartman is writhing in pain. And Troy Terry's like, oh, I got the puck back. All right, I'm going to score it right here. It's exactly what he did. So Troy Terry, a shot attempt blocked by Hartman. Another shot attempt goes right through. That's your game winner. Minnesota falls to the Anaheim Ducks 3-2. to two, And Hartman was still writhing in pain after that first shot. That that looks painful. My initial reaction was like, ooh, ooh, that hurts. And then the goal happened. It was literally like, ooh, yeah. That was my entire reaction sequence when that was all happening, folks. So a great win by the Anaheim Ducks. They beat a Minnesota team that has been struggling quite a bit this season. They are still ahead of the Ducks in the standings. But Minnesota, they are a team that is probably looking to be sellers on the trade deadline coming up. Yeah, it's coming up fast. I talked about Leo Carlson a little bit. He he was good in this game. Carlson was out there for a lot of those important plays out there for that first goal. But Troy Terry, man, he is heating up, folks. Troy Terry now has 14 goals in the season on pace for about 25 goals this season. Yeah, that's fine. A 25-goal season, I would consider that a good season for Troy Terry. All right, we're going to head into the second intermission and take a timeout. So we'll talk a little bit more about this one on the other side. Now a brief word from eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience is what brings home the winning trophy and keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusion supply. eBay Guaranteed Fit only available to U.S. customers. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Once again, you're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. We will have another show tonight, by the way. <gasps> oh, yeah, a double header to make up for the lack of show yesterday. But as I mentioned at the outset, I needed that extra day of vocal rest and just rest and recovery. And we're back with a double header. So one later tonight. And there is actually a couple things that I do want to talk about across the league in general. But... You know, there's some stuff to talk about. Trust me, Ducks fans. There is a lot of stuff to talk about. <clears throat> Wednesday's show will be a regular episode. Thursday will be Goals Thursday. There's going to be a lot to talk about. By the way, Goals play later tonight on the road. So definitely check that out. So Goals Thursday will be taking place from Acrisure Arena. And then Friday, probably going to be a double header on Friday because... 
I'm going to have a lot to talk about, and I specifically left a certain topic to talk about on Friday. So we'll have a six-show week. Score. Okay. More about this game. Yeah, the Ducks are getting back to some bad habits. Again, they're getting outshot by a crap ton again. In this particular game, the Ducks were outshot just a measly 37 to 25. That's all. Only 37-25. Hey, they didn't allow 40 shots again. Hallelujah. We'll call that a small victory. Minnesota is not a good team. What the Ducks really did well on this game is they played opportunistic hockey quite a bit. They had opportunities when someone's left wide open or when there's a breakaway or when there's a two-on-one. It really could have been four to two ducks or five to two ducks despite the massive disparity in shots. The shot quality for the ducks was far superior than the Minnesota Wild. The high danger chances, according to Natural Statric on that game, 13 to 7 in favor of the Ducks. Ooh. The Ducks had the better high danger opportunities. Troy Terry being there, Jackson Lacombe being there. Yeah. I would say the Ducks, I guess, had, I shouldn't say they had their way, but they kind of, they kind of did. They kind of did have their way as far as high danger chances. Uh, Frank Vetrano had a couple of really high quality, high danger chances, none of which went in. Jackson Lacombe had a couple that I mentioned. Troy Terry up there. Um, also, also, Adam Henrique. Rico had a really strong high danger opportunity for the Ducks that also didn't go in, but that's okay. That's fine. They're not all going to go in. But as long as you continue to put the pressure on the defense, eventually they're going to fold over like a cheap rug. And that's kind of honestly what happened. Is the Ducks gave themselves those good opportunities. And I think opportunistic might be the best word to describe that game. If there was, if there was a word of the game, it'd be opportunistic for the Ducks. So a big win against the Minnesota Wild. And got another game coming up tomorrow, which I will talk about on another podcast. But in the meantime, that'll do it for this podcast. Once again, thank you all for listening. Thanks for watching. Don't forget this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, ad-free on Amazon. We're also on SiriusXM, so check us out there. You could follow me on the site, formerly known as Twitter, at StimpyJD. The show's X account is at LO underscore Ducks. You could email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. And once again, thank you all for the much-continued support. It is so greatly appreciated. And just to let you know, it's kind of it's going to be a weird schedule this week because there are back-to-back games with the Firebirds. These are rescheduled. So there's Firebirds games Wednesday and Thursday. So... Yeah, just keep an eye out for whenever those podcasts come out, which is why it's important to subscribe on YouTube, but also to keep checking those audio feeds. So subscribe subscribe to those audio feeds. They're cool. For Locked on Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the afternoon. 
please remember to be safe out there, be kind to one another, and ducks fly together.